Hello! Welcome to another episode of Daily Feasting on the Words of Christ. Today we're going to be talking about chapter 3 in the book of Ether. I'm Alma Minkum, and I want to welcome you to, and thank you for tuning into this episode today. I want to start off by kind of telling a little bit more of the story of Jared and the brother of Jared's families, what's going on, how they're doing, and yada, yada, yada. Just kind of a recap a little bit. So if you remember, we were at the Tower of Babel, right? And there was a bunch of people trying to make a tower to heaven because that sounded like the easiest and fastest way to get there. You know, not a whole lot of work has to be done except build a tower, and that's easy. So they were trying to build a tower to get to heaven. God was like, Oh, no, you don't. And so he confounds the people's language so that they can't communicate one with another, so they don't understand one another to be able to build a tower because building anything requires a lot of communication among people, and when there's no communication among people, then you you cannot go anywhere. So people's languages are being confounded or scrambled in this case, if that's an easier word to understand. The people's language are being scrambled. Jared and his brother are really concerned because they still want to be able to talk and understand one another. They're family. Like, how terrible would it be to not understand one own's brother? And so Jared asks his brother to pray to God ask that they still be able to understand one another and that their families and their friends may still be able to understand one another and they kind of didn't want to live in this place anymore where there's just like a bunch of people around whom they can't converse with so they want to go somewhere else where they'll be safe and so Jared asks his brother to pray to God and ask if they will be kicked out and just go to a different land of which the God G, like, um, my bad English, of which God grants their prayers because of their faith, they're still able to understand one another and their families and their friends. And the Lord promises that he's going to lead them to a very, very special land. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be full of all the best things. And so Jared and his family and the brother Jared of his family, they're all super excited. Everyone's ready to go. They pack up everything that they need and they head out into the wilderness. Even though it's a wilderness they have never been in before. In fact, no one's ever been in before, so they have no clue what they're getting themselves into. But they head out into the wilderness anyway, and there's a cloud that they follow in which the Lord is in the cloud and he gives them directions that way. So even though they can't see him, they're still receiving some direction through a land of which they have no idea what they're getting themselves into. And at the end of the journey through this wilderness, they reach a beach and life is cozy. There is plenty to eat and plenty of, of water, a great shelter, and they're there for a while. They kind of just hang out and rest from the labor through the wilderness. However, it's cozy enough that the brother of Jared forgets to pray to God consistently and regularly. So the Lord comes and he chastens the brother of Jared and asks him to still pray. The brother of Jared repents, the Lord forgives him. And then the Lord asks him and all of his family 
and everyone that's there to build barges to cross the ocean. And so they build these barges and they're super tight. They can go underwater without any leaks or anything like that. However, there are three things wrong with these barges that will make travel really difficult. They, it's, they're so tight that not even air can get in. So if they're in the boats long enough, they'll start to suffocate. Also, they don't have a way to steer the boats. So how are they gonna be able to point themselves to the land that they need to go to? And it's completely dark, so tight they got, you don't get any water or air or light inside these boats, so they won't be able to see. So those are the three problems. God says he's got the steering problem. There's no need to worry. They just need to completely trust him. God says, gives them a solution for their air problem and says, just unstop the holes. And when water comes in, stop it and do the other one. Right? You just have these corks that you just go, blip, right? And then they get air. The third problem, light. God asks Jared what, for his idea, what should the brother of Jared do about the light situation? So the brother of Jared is a little bit surprised. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm supposed to figure this out? I don't know what to do. And so as he's thinking and he's trying to figure out, okay, what am I gonna do about this light problem? Because I can't have windows and I can't have fire. You know, what, what can I do for light? Um, and somehow brother, the brother of Jared decides that he's going to get some rocks and he's going to make them clear. Now, I have no idea how that process works or what's happening. I don't know if he made glass or what he did. I, I have no idea what those rocks are made out of or how he accomplished any of that. Um, but he gets 16 stones and he makes them all clear. And his plan is to go to God pray and ask that the Lord put light in the stones. Okay, first off, I want you to think about this. Because as I, as I thought about this story, I, I thought it was really interesting. So, think about it this way. Just find 16 rocks out in your yard, okay? Figure out a way to make them clear and then go to God and be like, Hey, I got some rocks. And I want you to put some light in there. Like it's just rocks. Nowadays we have electricity, so we could like put wires together and things like that. But like these are just rocks. And to me, I can see it in my head as being like, if I came up with that idea and was going to God with it, I'd feel like I was absolutely crazy absolutely bonkers. I've lost my mind. This is a terrible idea. Like why? This is pathetic. Why couldn't I have thought of something better? And as I was thinking about that story and the brother of Jared's solution to the light problem, I thought about some of the efforts that I do in my life, right? You know, when 
I try to live the gospel. When I try to pray every morning and night, and when I try to read the scriptures on a daily basis, when I go to church and I try to partake of the sacrament worthily, when I try to fulfill my callings, when I try to serve others every day, when I try to just do the best that I can at work and at school and at just trying to be a good friend and trying to juggle responsibilities and promises and commitments that I've made. Just, you know, just trying to be the best that I can be. Trying to be a good person. Trying to be a great person even. Trying to accomplish my goals. Just, you know, that more often than not I feel like my efforts are so pathetic. You know, sometimes it feels like I wonder if I'm even trying. I look at my efforts and I see them as rocks, not even clear, pretty ones, just rocks. And, you know, I, they, they just feel worthless. They feel that they have no value, that you know, no matter how hard I try, my efforts will always come short. And it feels so pathetic. And I just often feel like an idiot. And I feel dumb or embarrassed or ashamed. You know, whatever the situation may be. And, you know, going to the Lord in prayer and being like, hey, God, check out my rocks. What do you think? I just feel so inadequate. It, you know, it feels not good enough that I should be doing more, that I could have done more. Why didn't I do more? Why am I just coming with handful of rocks. Um, and in my head, all I can think of is, you know, how I look at my rocks. And I look at my rocks very unkindly. In this story, however, with the brother of Jared, the Lord looks at Jared, uh, the Mahanrai Moriankamer. He looks at his rocks. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't say, oh, this isn't good enough. These are worthless. Go try again. Like, you can do better than us. He doesn't say that. He looks at the rocks. And he touches each rock one by one. And they begin to light up. He accepts the idea. He doesn't say it's crazy. He doesn't think it's stupid. He doesn't say that, that, are, that it's not good enough. He looks at the rocks that Mohanrai Moriankumar brought and says that it's an essence by touching them. He's saying, that's good enough for me. And he starts lighting them as the brother of Jared asked. And the rest of the story goes that the brother of Jared sees the Lord. And because of his faith, Mohanrai Moriankumar is shown a vision of everything, of everyone that will ever be on the earth from the beginning to the end 
And I find that interesting because the brother of Jared went to the Lord with these rocks and he knew that it was kind of a silly idea. But the Lord looked at his feeble efforts and not only did he light the rocks, but he gave the brother of Jared so much more, so many more blessings. The Lord was excited to bless Jared with more than just the rocks. He took those rocks and made them into something really special. And I think about myself. I realize, you know what, I, I am human. I have lots of weaknesses and lots of failures and lots of inadequacies. And I am not going to be able to do a lot of things right. You know, my efforts are going to be just rocks. But that when I come to the Lord with my rocks, he can make so much more of my efforts than I can of myself. And not only will he make my efforts more, he will bless me with even more blessings than what I seek. And I think it's a, an amazing story for me to remember that the Lord accepts any and all effort as long as it's sincere and full of faith but that's all he requires is our full effort and if our full effort is just rocks he will take the rocks lovingly he will love those rocks because he knows how much effort you are trying to be good and he knows that this and because he suffered the atonement, he knows us personally and knows how much we've put into trying to be good. And he knows why we're falling short and is wanting to lift us up and help us to be better than we could make ourselves. He wants to be there for us. He wants to help us. Um, and he loves us very much. And so I think that story is a great reminder to me about how the Lord loves us. And you know how the Lord will make more of our efforts than we can of ourselves and that he doesn't condemn us for our feeble efforts. He loves anything that we can give him, anything and everything. And since he's an all-powerful God, he can work with anything and everything. And he wants to work with us because he's our dad and we're his kids. Uh, and he knows that we're still learning, we're still trying. And so to him, it, it doesn't matter that we fell so short. 
all that matters is to him is that he helps us continue the climb back up to home. So that's all my thoughts for today. Hope you enjoyed that and uh, got something out of it. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I hope that you have a fantastic day. Remember that God loves you and that you are awesome. And I'll talk to you next week.